0: happy happy friday january 15th bobby the awesome here welcome to 321 no kidding as i mentioned yesterday there will not be an interview show today my my nurse friend that we were gonna do has been under the weather and i don't have a guest for you how's that for slacking Um, It's actually okay. I'm meeting today someone who you will get to meet next week who has his own gambling recovery podcast, so I'm pretty excited. He's in the UK, I believe, and his name is Alex. So that's on my agenda to do today, so I won't fail you next week. If you're looking for additional content today, my recommendation would be to... Maybe look up last year's Step 1 work uh, for January. I, I'm not planning on doing a new, a new step every month this year like I did last year, although I may change my mind, who knows? But that's not my intention as it stands right now. So, what do we got today? We have from the new calendar... Martin Luther King Jr. quote: "True friendship is not about when, being there when it's convenient; it's about being there when it's not." It's a good point. Oh my goodness! And it's a true point. <laughs> uh, yesterday, I got a call. Well, I got a couple texts of a girl trying to get on my calendar, and and we're friends, but she's also a client, and I could tell by her urgency, like. Can you talk today? Can you talk tomorrow? Can you talk the next day? And I was like, "Whoa, she doesn't ever ask for a Saturday meeting. So I got on the call with her, and uh, she was really stressed and just struggling, you know, both on a friendship level and a business level. And it's really funny because I have this circle of business friends that are friends, but for whatever reason, they think I'm going to tell them the truth about their business. And Guess what? I do. I tell him exactly what I think and how I how I feel. Um, but it was nice. I ended up waking up to a message from her, uh, you know, thanking me for the time and stuff. And and yeah, was it convenient to talk to her? Probably not. I had a lot of stuff going on yesterday, but it felt good to do the right thing and be able to connect with her and talk through the problem with her. I will say she did not follow my advice exactly, but that's okay. At least she had perspective. <laughs> Um, and I'm pretty, pretty excited about tomorrow. I get to see my my BFF, Miss Tara, and um, it's just been too long. It, and it's only been a few months, probably, since I've seen her. I don't know; time is time is relative anymore. But I'm looking forward to spending some time with her. She is awesome, and I hate it when I go this long without seeing her. So that's my weekend plans. What do we got? Oh, so anyway, the moral of the story on the calendar reading, <laughs> make sure that you make time for your friends even when it may not be convenient. It's 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 important that we give and take in, in friendships and relationships. Oh, wow. This is going to kind of surprise you maybe. It's surprising me as I just opened the book. The apocrypha? Apocrypha? I don't I don't know what this word is or who it is a c o a p o c r y p h anyway that person or thing says a faithful friend is the medicine of life when a friend loses a job or a loved one we hurt too we wish there was something we can do really do to help something that would ease the pain it hurts us to see our friends upset and frightened, but our head tells us there's really nothing we can do except stand by and offer support. One thing we could do is simply be there when they need to talk and listen, and listen when silence is best. We can let them know that our relationship is the same, that we don't feel any differently. We can offer our time when needed, and we can let them grieve and be angry without criticizing them. I'm not, I'm not snickering at the the grieving but I'm snickering at how relatable it is to what the calendar said we need to remember that the important thing is our friend's pain not our own sometimes we hurt so badly for others that they end up feeling they must help us in our hurry to stop the pain we often try to over control the situation and demand that the friend race through the process of grief we might try to push him or her into action that isn't right now that we see this pattern, we try to avoid it. And we can remember that a friend needs respect, not interference. A friend needs love, not pampering or caretaking. A friend needs support, not babying. Sometimes all a friend needs is someone to listen. Today, help me put aside my tendency to fix things and simply be there to listen. So this, wow, a couple things about this. I'm going to revisit something we talked about yesterday, but yeah, let me start there. Okay, so when I was talking about the conversation after group the other night, there was group and one of my friends had really talked about all this negative stuff that's going on in the world and I know that it was beating her up and screwing with her mindset and I don't necessarily agree with how she's accumulating the data. Like, I I hate that she's listening to the scanner and that it makes her bonkers and all that. And I'm going to see if I can find the message. But a big part of the conversation was around COVID and circumstance and a whole lot of things that we can't control. And we ended up in this conversation. Now, mind you, her dog has been super ill, so she was stressed by that her and her guy were having problems there's a million other thing little things going on in her life or big things there's just a lot of stuff on her plate and i didn't necessarily i don't agree with the approach of of consuming all that negative you know the news the scanner the things that bring us down cuz we have to protect ourselves so i think it's looking for trouble that's my opinion I also believe that COVID and political crap and all the things that are going on in the world have a value or a purpose that we may or may not understand right now. That's my personal opinion. But it doesn't mean it has to be my friend's opinion. And it doesn't mean that we have to have conflict about it either, Because to me, that's not me being a good friend. It's kind of how I talked about yesterday, how I don't really talk about Donald Trump like I used to. So the conversation the other night ended on wish I was like you and didn't see both sides of this battle. So now it was a text. And when I first read it, it, it sounds a little like I'm an idiot or naive or, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Ignorant, ignorant, that I'm being ignorant, which I guess I am. I'm choosing to be deliberately ignorant on some topics that don't serve me because I can't do anything about them. Now you have to understand this girl is a hundred million percent a giver. She impacted so many people this holiday season as she does every day, but she made this Christmas even more special in the middle of a pandemic. She put a lot of hours and work and energy into uh, penny shopping and couponing and, and just gifting and making sure that a lot of people had a lot of things. I think... I think one of the stats was over 300 homeless people she was able to make Christmas gifts and personal care item packages for. That's pretty freaking impressive and time-consuming and just beautiful, and she that's the kind of person she is. So when I got this text from her, and I felt that she was calling me a little ignorant, I wasn't really offended because it's true. I... I... I don't see both sides because I don't go looking for the negative side. That's that's a fact. I focus on the positive sides, and I stopped communicating with her at that point. Now that kind of goes against the whole listening premise that the reading talks about. But let me let me share why I I like bowed out of the conversation. It was eight o'clock at night. I'd been up like 15 hours. I I wouldn't have had my best thinking on. Like I'm pretty strategic sometimes, especially on delicate topics about how I say it. So it wasn't going to be a beneficial conversation to either one of us. And I didn't want to stress her out. And when I stopped responding, she said, I'm not sure what I did to offend you, but that wasn't my intention. And... I ended up writing to her the next morning and basically I said, you didn't offend me but I couldn't communicate with you in a good way. Like I have my opinions, like preaching to you my opinions is not going to make you feel better in the midst of all the turmoil that's going on or in the midst of how she was feeling. She was feeling very emotional the other night and rightfully so. Like I said, she's going through a lot. So I don't know if what I did was right or wrong, but I knew I was protecting both of us from making the situation worse. I did not need to be a friend and contribute to her pain. I needed to be a friend who could be supportive. So I, I, I think we're fine. I mean, she didn't respond to my long love letter that I sent her yesterday, um, but then we did engage in our group, so... That was just, just fine. The other thing that showed up for me when I was reading this reading, there was a book. I don't remember what the name of it was. And honestly, I didn't finish reading it. But the premise of the book was about how to handle people who are dealing with grief. And this is what I've come to learn and accept. I don't have the right things to say all the time. But what I've learned is it's okay to say to people, I don't have the right words for you. Like it's completely okay. And and sit in the silence or let them spew or let them do the thing, right? We're, we can't go into fix it mode on everything. And I'm learning to embrace that. You know, yeah, I love to give advice, right? But I'm not going to, start harping on someone. It's kind of like kicking them when they're down is how I feel about it. It's not something I want to do. So this, this, this fact or direction about listening is, I think, really good advice. It's okay to be silent. It's okay to just like be or to switch topics or or whatever or to ask them what do they need from you and let them tell you you know how can i help you at least then you can you can hear what they need and if they need quiet or if they say what do you think that's when you can say what do you, you know what you do think the the end of the reading where it really clarifies we can remember a friend needs respect not interference so the other night my friend needed respect she didn't need me telling her that my way was the right way or that interfering with her life and putting her on a different path now mind you I will see her in two weeks and when the emotions aren't so crazy and we're face to face the conversation we can cover this topic it's a little bigger and And both of our perspectives will probably be received. So I'm okay with tabling things as well. A friend needs love, not pampering or caretaking. That's important too. And this this I'll tell you from your frame of mind too, not just the friends. If you get into caretaking mode or pampering or overdoing, you're impacting the dynamic of the relationship and setting a tone and carrying a burden that you really shouldn't carry. And you very well may be offending your friend, making them feel like they're not capable or they're a burden. I mean, you can't control other people's feelings, but it definitely positions those feelings to arise a whole lot easier than if you walk side by side instead of trying to take on like a parental role. A friend needs support, not babying. Same concept. Sometimes all a friend needs is someone to listen. Wow, that listening always comes up. And it's definitely I, I don't know that I've ever met a gambler like in the context of a step four meeting or even you know at our at our uh group that's a, a good listener without like as a as a norm like there is one friend i can think of that is a good listener and has actually coached me on it i don't know if he was a good listener when he was in gam- when he was actively gambling i met him when he was a year uh, away from a bet but he definitely is a good listener and going and this is part of why groups are so good too is because the format of the group makes you listen you don't interrupt someone when they're sharing so it gives you the skills to be able to listen outside of the rooms and be good to other people in that way and listening is just you know think about how often you want to be heard do you want to be heard most of us do right we want to have our voices acknowledged our thoughts heard our opinions matter. We want to feel like our opinions matter. So we need to do that for other people too. And before I go, I just want to say friendship is not something that should be taken for granted. I feel like a lot of people talk about marriages and you know, both partners have to do the work and all the things. It's the same thing in any friendship or any relationship really. It should be give and take. It should be... 50-50 50-50 or 100%, 100%. It can't be one person always calling first or doing the thing, whatever the thing is. You know, the one friend that always has the problems and the other friend that life is great. It, it can't be unbalanced like that. It's not going to work. It's not going to be sustainable. The one that is doing all the work may may end up resentful, frustrated, you know, all the things. So make sure that you're being a good friend. Pick up the phone, send a text. I mean, so Tara, for example, I haven't seen her. Wow, I actually haven't seen her since before Thanksgiving now that I think about it because I messaged them on Thanksgiving, maybe again at Christmas. Mm, Yeah, it's been a few months. But at any rate, when I go a period of time or whenever i think of her that's the other thing there's silly things so i went to connecticut this week this past weekend and there's a there's this gas station deli place that they built across the street from my house and they have the most freaking amazing sandwiches and it's not like a big chain or anything but it is a chain there's multiple stores so i'm in connecticut on my way to my best friend from when i was 11 years old or 13 years old's house in Waterbury to see her and her daughter and I point that out because our relationship is over 30 something years old and I see another store of this deli and I take a picture and I send it to even though I had just seen her two days before my walking buddy and I sent it to her just I'm like, oh, I found a Connecticut version, and it was just really a way to say, hey, I'm thinking of you. This is one of our things because her and I, you know, went to their grand opening and scoped it out, and we both liked their food. So, what did that take me? A minute, maybe, maybe forty seconds. I was typing at red lights, so maybe forty five. But I took a picture, let her know, you know, think about how many smiles you can give by being a friend that way. And that way they do feel safe when they need to talk or need to vent or whatever. Whatever's going on with them, you can, they know that you're a safe person. And and again, I believe in reciprocity on this topic that it's, it's give and take. So make sure that the friendships you're investing time are ones that you should be investing time. That... The person cares back and invests back. Now it's not going to be perfect, you know. There's the highs and lows of life, so let me say that too. But the overall, and it's not a keeping score either. To be clear, these thoughts just keep coming to me. Uh, it, that's not what I'm saying. I'm what I don't want you to do is to put your energy into being be in friend to someone who sucks your time and drains you, and then empties your bucket, and then you don't have your own full bucket to take care of yourself. That's why I'm talking both sides of this. So it, it is a it is a balancing act. Okay, we are going to kick off the weekend, right? It's Friday. I have a meeting with my team Ooh, in an hour and a half at 6 a.m. So I got up at 3 because I was nervous about getting getting to spend time with you and get all my stuff done before we jump on this call. It's going to be like a three-hour meeting, but... I always love seeing my team and it'll be great. So I hope that you guys have an enjoyable Friday or whenever you're listening to this. I'll never I'll never get good at being evergreen. I'm gonna always talk to you like it's my today. Apologies for that if it's not your style. But, and anyway, hope you're great. Hope you're happy. I'll talk to
1: you guys.